A parish is a place. And the Eucharist is Christ making himself present in a particular place. And all the altars and all the Catholic churches in the southern half of Alabama are places in which Christ has gone to great lengths over hundreds of years to find a way to make himself concretely, fully, robustly present here on earth for us. Hey y'all, welcome back to Native Soil. This is episode 32, and um, it's hard to believe we've, we've made it that far. And with this episode, we're going to round out season one. I know I debated with uh, Father Pat a couple weeks back about <laughs> the seasons, the episodes and all, but this is rounding out season one, and we'll be taking a little bit of a break and coming back on February 10th with a new season. Uh, we're going to call it season two, and we'll be announcing February 10th. That's the Wednesday before Ash Wednesday, so we're going to kind of come back and get ready for some content to, to take us into Lent. But we'll be announcing what that topic will be for uh, season two and then our first episode. We've, been, we've, done, we've done some experiments with some episodes uh, in our first season, and we'll be a little more pointed uh, coming back the second season. Take some break just to kind of uh, regroup. We've covered a lot of material, brainstorm, pray, and figure out uh, where we want to go in kind of our spring season. We kind of see this season two has taken us through uh, the spring semester starting just before Lent. So here we are, native soil, and wanted to take this this episode to recap. Uh, what, what what kind of ground have we covered in these um, all these different episodes? Wanted to kind of walk us through that and also share some of the fruits of these episodes, some of the graces that have come as these have gone out into the interwebs and resonated in people's hearts. So I'm excited to do that as well. This whole time, trying to get all of us to think more seriously about place, the importance of place in our lives. We think a lot about who God is calling us to be or what he's calling us to do, but how often do we think about the importance of place? And so in all these episodes, trying to deepen our own understanding, trying to kind of stimulate some more thought and prayer reflection about the place that is our own backyard. And so we've reflected on that in many different ways. And also kind of trying to think, God, how do you want to use me in this place to bring renewal? We're all temples of the Holy Spirit. We're all children of God. And to have some sense, like in God's providence, there's some reason why all of us in the archdiocese are here in the southern 28 counties of Alabama. And to really think more, okay, my greatest gifts and the world's greatest needs around us in our communities, our neighborhoods, in our archdiocese, where is that intersection? And where is God calling me to be a blessing? We thought about different ways of looking at success. What does success mean for us? in our communities, in our families? Is it just, are we just okay to think about just the materialistic kind of levels of, of success? What does success look like for us as a people in this place and this time? So we've been challenged to think more deeply as Christians, as brothers and sisters who share this common ground, this, this, this native soil, what does success look like? And part of coming to understand how we're called to serve, we took a look at the makeup of our native soil. Uh, 
We took three episodes and looked at and reflected upon the black Catholic community, trying to understand more the role that they play, their spirituality. We looked at our Hispanic Catholic community. These are two big groups in our diocese. And uh, I reflected some personally about involvement in some communities there, but challenged people to think about, like, if you've never been to a black Catholic parish, visit one. If you've never been to a Spanish mass, visit one. Let's deepen our understandings of what the body of Christ is made of here on our native soil. This led us, uh, reflecting on that, we started doing some interviews. Our first interview was with Father Norbert Urich, who's uh, out at South Alabama. Amazing story about how the Lord brought him from Poland to Alabama, of all places, to give his life to be a priest and to help sanctify our native soil, to adopt that as his native soil. That's a big theme we've talked about. Just because you're not from here doesn't mean you can't claim it as your native soil. That's that's a Christian call, us to belong to the place where you are, to bring your gifts to the table, but also to be enriched by that specific place of God's creation. We interviewed Mike O'Neill, who is a native son of Mobile, and he told his amazing story about how the Lord really used some Protestants to evangelize him and how through that process he came back stronger to his Catholic faith, and the Lord even inspired him to start the Minna St. Joseph, which is something very prevalent in our diocese, Really powerful story of the Holy Spirit working. That kind of germinated the idea of doing a series on Protestants. It's a huge makeup of our archdiocese. And I reflected about different ways in which Protestants have worked in my own experience to bring about blessings in the Catholic Church and in my own Catholic experience. I talked about my own call to the priesthood, which I really uh, found for the first time at a non-denominational camp. Talked about um, different Protestant friends along the way making an impact. We reflected upon ministries like Young Life that have kind of inspired, um, kind of have served as like an inspired template for some different Catholic ministries. And that led us into a series in which we uh, uh, interviewed some converts. That's something that happens sometimes when Catholics and Protestants share and love and, you know, kind of trade secrets. Sometimes people feel that call to become Catholic. And so... Um, we had three different people from our diocese. We had Brenda Christian from in St. Dominic's. We had Tom Riello from up at Montgomery, teaching at Montgomery Catholic. And we had Pepper Huff talk about their own experience of conversion and the blessings of that the Lord put in their life through their Protestant rearing, but then how the Lord took those blessings and deepened them as they brought them into the Catholic Church and particularly into relationship with Christ through the Eucharist. So we had our series on Protestants, then we moved into converts, and then we had the idea to talk about coaches and sports being a huge part of our native soil. We um, interviewed some coaches from around the area. Talked to Father Pat Ahrensberg. I don't know if you can really give him too much credit in being a coach, but he, um, he did coach before he entered into seminary and his family's involved in coaching and he's always been a big um, uh, fan of sports and participator. Uh, we talked with Anthony Steele, who's a deacon candidate and has many years coaching at LaFleur. And finally, we talked with um, Simon Quarterpassy, who is the head baseball coach and defensive coordinator for the football team over at St. Michael's in Fairhope. And really heard about the work of Christ through coaching, through being that mentor in so many of our young people's lives. And um, 
I think there were a lot of graces that came from that, a lot of food for thought to think about, okay, what is the role of a coach on our native soil and how can more and more Christ use that avenue to touch people? So we've definitely covered some ground and um, it's kind of been an unfolding process for all of us here at Native Soil, uh, piecing it together, but really just feeling, responding to a call of the Holy Spirit to really take the place that God has put us seriously and to begin this process of reflecting together of how does God want to work through me? How does God want to work through you to bring about renewal in on our native soil in our own backyard? And I did want to mention some of the fruits. It's You never know who's going to be listening to this. You never know who's going to be watching this. But I did want to mention a couple by name just to give testimony to the work of the Holy Spirit. But also it could be some more food for thought in your own life to think, okay, how might the Lord be calling me to respond to some of these um, reflections that we've been putting out there? One um, I would mention is the, the episodes on the Black Catholic community. I had a lot of people reach out to me after that, appreciating that community being highlighted. Uh, back some, some feedback from the Black Catholic community and from outside the Black Catholic community, just appreciating um, that community being highlighted. Uh, sometimes feel, you know, not always there being that highlight or that kind of understanding. And uh, some neat feedback of hearing people going to visit a black parish for the first time and the experience that came from that. People reaching out wondering, how can I get involved? How can I help kind of shrink the divide? How can I reach across, um, you know, racial lines here in our own Catholic church? One neat story I was just going to mention, uh, Kiki Deermeyer. She's a parishioner at Christ the King. She's married. She has two boys uh, who are at St. Michael's. But she had reached me and just really was touched by it and just really felt called, said, you know, I just feel called to go out of my comfort zone, to get involved in a different community, and and I would love to reach into the black Catholic community. And talking to her suggested to just, you know, maybe contact Heart of Mary. It's our, 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 our black Catholic school. And... She had reached out to the school, and now she is helping prepare a couple of the students for uh, baptism. They feel called to enter into the Christian life. She has that gift from uh, working at Christ the King with other people. I remember her doing that for some children when I was at Christ the King as a priest assigned there. But just have this that small tug on her heart. But uh, just talked to her recently, and she said that's just been such a blessing for her just to get out of kind of her her comfort zone and to be able to use her gifts in this new place, which is not that far away, but uh, you really making that intentional step um, to commune with our brothers and sisters um, you know, at a different parish in a different cultural setting. I thought that was an awesome fruit that I wanted to give witness to. Another one that I'll mention, I'll give a shout out to um, Philip Martin, who teaches at St. Michael's, and he has been having his kids once a week, I believe, uh, listen to a Native Soil episode and then reflect a little bit, do like a one-page reflection. And I appreciate him forcing students to get get involved in our ministry. But also, uh, recently I worked with, uh, I was on the search retreat, which is a retreat put on by the archdiocese. And it's, it's a retreat put on for teenagers by a group of teenagers from around the diocese. Adam Ganesh, our director of um, youth ministry and young adults, oversees it with uh, a couple other volunteers. 
But I was blessed and I have been as vocation director to go on this retreat with them. And when I was on this retreat, I connected with a student at St. Michael's, Eloise Arthur. So I want to give Eloise a big shout out. But she made my day saying that, you know, as she listened to those reflections at St. Michael's, she really felt called to start thinking about, well, how can I make a difference? How can I make an impact here on our native soil? And so she has a gift and kind of a knack for making jewelry. So she started making some trendy necklaces and selling those. And she's giving the proceeds to Mary Shelter, which is uh, in Gulf Shores, but it's a shelter for uh, women. And so that just was amazing to see a young woman take that kind of initiative, see the need, opening her eyes, seeing a gift that she has, and then uh, responding you know, at that mesh point. She also made my day even more because she said her and her family did a little uh, soil tour. Uh, she lives in Alberta, but they went and got some soil from the beach. They went and got some soil from their parish. They got some soil from their grandparents' house, some soil from uh, her own yard, and she's got her little jar there to remind her of the place where God has, has brought her and the blessings that have come from that. So shout out to Eloise. Thank you for um, sharing your story with me as well. And uh, I'll mention just one other. The Catholic Young Adult Group in Montgomery reached out to me, and particularly Daniel Phillips, their president, had talked to me and put me in touch with Mary Young, who does a lot of their social media. But we had an Instagram Live, and it was a chance just to share more of kind of the heart of Native Soil with the young adults there. It was great to um, be able to reflect with them, and I was just impressed that they, as a young adult community, were, were kind of pondering the question of, okay, how is God calling us to reach out more effectively to the young adults in the Montgomery area? How can we maybe get more involved with, with our community? You know, are there service projects? Are there, um, is there evangelism that they could take part of? And again, made me very happy as we're doing the Instagram. Uh, it's me and Mary interfacing on an inter, uh, Instagram Live. But in the uh, she's in her living room and right there on her coffee table. She's got her soil right there that she got from her home and from her parish. And that's been a reminder to her of just the blessing of our native soil and kind of her call to be a part of that. So a lot of neat blessings. There's been, there's been other feedback, but I wanted to at least mention those. And I just offer it to you just to think about, you know, go back over some of these episodes, take it to prayer, and really be willing to think about where do you fit in to the landscape of our native soil. Perhaps the biggest impact that native soil has had is on the Holy Father himself. I think he must be listening to some of these episodes because in his new encyclical, Fratelli Tutti, uh, it's Italian for, you know, all of the brothers. It's a hearkening back to St. Francis, how he would address, you know, when he would write um, letters, he'd always say, Fratelli Tutti, you know, all my brothers and sisters. It's an encyclical by Pope Francis on fraternity and social friendship. But I give a shout out to Father Pat Ahrensberg. We had interviewed him about coaching, but he was reading the encyclical and, and had texted me and said, hey man, you need to read uh, particularly this section of Fratelli Tutti because it's very native soil. So um, I'm just glad the Pope's tuning in and taking some notes on uh, what's going on down here in Alabama. But I want to read to you just a little section of it. It's uh, paragraph 145 when you're looking at the encyclical. But he says this, there can be a false openness to the universal, born out of the shallowness of those lacking insight into the genius 
of their native land. He went for land instead of soil, but I think he's got to make it his own. Or harboring unresolved resentment towards their own people. Whatever the case, we constantly have to brighten our horizons and see the greater good which will benefit us all. But this has to be done without evasion or uprooting. We need to sink our roots deeper into the fertile soil and history of our native place, which is a gift from God. We can work on a small scale in our own neighborhood, but with a larger perspective. The global need not stifled, nor the particular proved barren. Our model must be that of a polyhedron, in which the value of each individual is respected, where the whole is greater than the part, but also the greater than the sum of its parts. Very native soil. And I think one of the things he's, he's talking about, we talked about this in one of our first episodes, is yes, we live in a globalized world. And so there's that tension of living our lives with an awareness of the, the global needs around us, living our life with an awareness of our need to collaborate with neighboring communities, neighboring states, neighboring nations. But at the same time, in order to robustly do that, in order to have a, a reasonable dialogue with our neighbors, we have to know who we are. I love this line of, we need to sink our roots deeper into the fertile soil and history of our native place, which is a gift from God. And that is really what we're we're looking to do here, is how can we really realize the particular gift of this place in our life? And, And to realize in God's providence, like he created the whole world, but there's something special about this place for us to appreciate, for us to know. And for us to take the time to get to know our history, get to know our neighbors, get to know the cultural diversity, get to know our traditions, so that we can really be in a position to understand where we fit into that, how we can celebrate that, contribute to that, and then from that vantage point, um, be able to contribute to the larger world around us. So a lot for us to think about, and um, I'm looking forward to getting more into that encyclical as well, because I think there's a lot of challenging um, kind of native soil type reflections in there about, okay, how can we be rooted here, but at the same time be aware to the world beyond? So as, you know, we're we're in Advent right now, and I think kind of the last thought I'm going to throw out there, um, you know, I've kind of recapped, okay, here's all these topics trying to get into our native soil. Here's some of the fruits of it. The Pope's on board. You know, we're, we're hitting with all cylinders. Another thing I think in God's providence that that is that is coming up as with that really we're into with the start of Advent is the year of the Eucharist and the parish. Archbishop Brody felt called to dedicate this uh, liturgical year, starting with the first Sunday of Advent, to the Eucharist and to the parish. It is really worth, um, I think it's an inspired decision from our archbishop and a wonderful opportunity for us to all consider uh, these great gifts. A parish is a place and the Eucharist is Christ making himself present in a particular place. And all the altars and all the Catholic churches in the southern half Alabama are places in which Christ has gone to great lengths over hundreds of years to find a way to make himself concretely, fully, robustly present here on earth for us. 
And I think that that is really a wonderful tone to, to marinate on as we take a break and prepare for Lent. How can we understand more the gift of the history of this place from um, a natural standpoint, but also from a church history standpoint of all the priests, all the missionaries, all the lay people who have sacrificed so much over the years for us to have the gift of being in a parish, the gift of being able to receive the sacraments um, at much greater convenience than any other time in our in our in our diocese history. So I think that's really, I think in God's providence, all of these themes are really coming together really nicely. So I just ask you as you go to Mass in the in the coming days, the coming months, to thank God more robustly for the gift of our diocese, for your parish, for the Eucharist, and just to ask, like, okay, as you receive the Jesus, how do you want to enter into my life and use me to sanctify the world around us? How do you want me to respond to the gift that you've given me in this place and to, to bring the gift of yourself, to bring this place, uh, to make it more and more like heaven? So a lot of themes swirling, but I think from native soil to Fratelli Tutti, to the Eucharist, to the parish, all of these themes fit together way better than uh, we could have planned. But these are the things the Lord is really asking us to meditate on. So we're going to give the last word to the Blessed Mother. She's the the nexus. That's how you you get God to the soil. (laughs) That doesn't happen without her. Uh, And so we're, we're so thankful to her. And she's such a companion for us to show us how does God want to make himself rooted in our lives, in our hearts, so that Christ can be rooted more and more in this place that we call our native soil. So we'll give her the last word as we cap out season one. Thank you so much for walking with us, listening with us. Please pray for us and this journey that we're on and that the Holy Spirit would guide us moving forward. And the Father, Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And through her intercession, may God bless you, our native soil, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless y'all, and look forward to seeing you in Season 2, February 10th, here on Native Soil.